episode 102 here of the Cherokee Rewind. I am Mick, and I thank you so much for listening and tuning in. As this time around, we're going to go into Michigan. And uh, this guy I've known better part of a decade. Always have enjoyed uh, every time I've talked to him and stuff. Uh, he's played in Toledo. Trying to remember. it's been, It's been a while. But I know that. Well, number one, I know that he wore number three. I always remember that, that, that for whatever reason, I just remember it. And uh, that's Eric Fletcher, defenseman. And uh, he comes from, uh, were you originally from around Detroit or were you, were you always over by Adrian? Uh, always by Adrian. We grew up in Adrian. So, for okay. yeah, our whole entire childhood was Adrian. Yep. Holy crap. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little old, but I, I remember a few things. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the main thing was that you were number three because I always try to remember players' numbers, and I don't use the internet to cheat. I don't look up numbers and try to do that. I try to do this all from memory, as foggy and old as it is. I try to remember doing all that stuff. But uh, were you always number three uh, when you played growing up? Yeah, I was always number three, I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember really being another number. I mean, maybe when I was little, you know, you didn't really get too much of a choice. But uh, as far as I can remember, I was always number three. Was that your, like, did you always, always ask? Three. Did you Everywhere always I went, ask? I try to get number three, but, you know. Did you always ask for that? Or did you, was is there a player that you Yeah, had? I always asked for number three, you know. Yeah. I, not necessarily. I just, I don't know. I just gravitated towards three. I don't know. I just like three. <laughs> I don't I, I don't have any rhyme or reason for it. It was just three, and it just stuck with me. So, I mean, it's all yeah, right. everywhere I went, I always try to get three, and I've even tried to I've even tried to buy it off of other players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So did, did it ever work? You know. <laughs> Money talks, huh? <laughs> no, no. You, you know, you know, people get, yeah, you know, people get attached to their numbers, you know. So, I mean, I've tried, but it never worked. <laughs> oh, well, I understand. I understand. Believe it or not, uh, when I play, I, I mean, I was like in mini mites when I played uh, and stuff when I was wee little peewee and all that stuff. Uh, I the That was my number. I, you know, I mean, when I played other sports, that changed. But when I was the only time I ever played hockey, when I was a little guy, uh, I, I wore number three. And that's uh, I've never said that before. But, yeah, that's that's true. I also. You know, it was the number that they gave me. Nice. I, when you're my size, I think they thought I was going to be a defenseman because, you know, I was bit so big. But the thing is, is that I couldn't skate worth crap. So they stuck me up front where I couldn't hurt anybody. You know, so, but, um, anywho. <laughs> so now let's, 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 let's get to you. How old were you when you first took this game up? Oh, we started playing roller hockey first, just in town. That's where we started. Just a little bit of roller hockey, and then we got into, like, a little, like, summer league for roller hockey. I think I was seven or so, maybe seven, eight, somewhere in there. Might have been a little later than that, you know, because I don't think I started playing until I was a squirt. Now, So a little bit late start. I was going to say, you know, usually – now, where did you start skating at, like ice skating? Tam O'Shanter in Sylvania. That's where we started. Okay. Well, like here in Adrian, they actually here in Adrian they actually have an outdoor roller rink, or they did. I don't know if it's still there when we were growing up. And they would some winters when it got cold enough, they would freeze it over, and it would be an outdoor rink. 
So like we, you know, we would play there and then, but eventually when we started playing, you know, organized through, you know, through the, you know, the youth systems, we went to Tam O'Shanter in Pennsylvania. So that's, yeah, Tam is, uh, Tam has been the hub for a lot of folks, especially, I mean, back then, especially, and even before your time, uh, there weren't a lot of ranks in the, that region, in that area of, you know, that part of Michigan and even into Toledo, you know, and, and Sylvania and all that. I mean, you had the Toledo Sports Arena, which is where the minor league pro team played. You had Cam O'Shanner. Yep. And then you had an outdoor rink called Ottawa Park, which is still there. And that was all you had. And then the Ice House, which was there in like, it closed in like, I think the 80s. It closed and was dormant for a long time. And then around 2000, 2001, right in there, um, they started, they decided, uh, you know, uh, Lee Ekman, Sat Miller, Mike Finn, all those guys, the group of investors yep, decided yep, to yep. stick some money into, you know, fixing up the ice house and bringing it back. Cause that's where I actually played when, like mm -hmm. I say, when I was a little guy and, uh, you know, it stunk the place up and maybe that's why they closed it. Cause it was, I was so awful anyway. Um, it's nah. <laughs> The it was you know the idea that they brought it back, which was great because it gave kids another place to play. You know, high schools is in you know different you know uh, teams in development and stuff. I mean, you didn't have a lot of options unless you wanted to go all the way up to Detroit or go to Cleveland. You know, and then you had you had options. But I mean, here in this area, you didn't, including just over the line up in Adrian and Blissfield. Uh, places like that, where if you wanted to go play hockey somewhere, you had to get in the car and travel. So, uh, where what was the first team you played for? Yeah, Do you remember that. The first team, it was uh, it was it was a Tamo in the house leagues, house league Tamo team. Um, you know, uh, and then we ended up making, I think I made the All Star B team eventually, and we kind of just worked our way around but like you said there wasn't there wasn't very many places to play back then there is you know like you said there's tamo and then the ice house i you know i remember skating at the sports arena um but you know other than that you're right it was either that or ann arbor was the closest to us so like i ended up playing a couple of years at ann arbor if i remember right yeah so and then i ended up playing in nova you know just all oh, like yeah. the travel teams in the local area of michigan yep uh, now do you remember any of your coaches <sighs> first you coach started? I mean, even if it's in, in Ann Arbor or Novi, you know, just the early stuff. Uh, no. Uh, Novi, I played for Steve Baylor. Mm -hmm. um, Ann Arbor, uh, Eric Lewandowski, was that his name? Yeah, Ann Arbor. Sounds familiar. Uh, some, I think, I don't remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. It, when you get old, yeah, the memory yeah, we, starts we to wander. in Toledo. We mostly played in Toledo. Okay. Do you remember any of those guys that you played with? Or yeah, I'm just like, coach? I can't really make sense of the timeline, too. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, there's so many guys I played with. Like, even when we were younger, like Stephen Howard. Uh, oh. Everybody knows. You know, yep. you know Stephen Howard, yep. right? Yep. I actually asked him to do an episode here, and he's like, yeah. Nah. He's uh, like, Stephen nah, Howard, I played with him for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I don't see him doing one, but yeah, Stephen. We played with Stephen for a long time. Um, 
there's a lot of people. Uh, I'm just drawing a blank right now, though. Um, Zalecki's. Yep. You know, there was, there's a lot of them. We played with, you know, you know, AJ always played with Brody growing up. So I remember playing with skating with Brody a lot. Ian Duncan's son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing in the somewhere. He's playing the SP somewhere, I think. I think it's uh, FHL. He, I don't know. He's playing he, somewhere. He, uh, he's in the Fed. He's in the FPHL. So he won. They won the championship with okay. Columbus, okay, yeah. Georgia, the what they call the River Dragons, I think. Yeah, they won their championship, the league championship. Yeah. So, the, um, but they did that this past yeah. season. So you know, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I feel like there's like a group. I feel like there's like a large group of people that like always like resonated in our era for like the the greater toledo hockey association like monteith the uh, worst brothers um you know uh there's a lot of them a lot of kids that we grew up you know consistently playing with you know throughout the area because it's like even if you play in toledo for like a year and you go somewhere else like you'll end up playing against somebody that you know or played with you know because like you said there wasn't that many places you know um you know uh there was just there's a lot of people I don't remember very many of them yeah, right uh, off the top of my head. Off the Worst Brothers, right. I was thinking, was that Tim Worst? No, that Hurst. Tim Hurst was a little bit older than me. I, I'm thinking of, uh, um, I don't yeah. remember his brothers, but Matt, Matt Worst. Okay, yeah, that, that's who it must have been then. Yeah, because the Worst Brothers, uh, I remember one of them played for the Toledo for the Cherokee and skated with them. Yeah, Matt did. Yeah. Okay, it was Matt. I I get my my yeah. worst first thing mixed yeah. up. Yeah. But uh um Yeah. Yep, Matt he played. So um now when you played back then, what was it like? Were you always a defenseman or did you ever play up front? Uh, you know, I played up front a little bit, you know, especially like during like house leagues, but that doesn't like really count on you know. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You know, everybody's just trying to figure out what they want to do at that point. You know, so, I mean, I played a little bit all over, but uh, I think I ended up playing defense just because, like, early on, I wasn't a very fast skater. I just <laughs> wasn't fast, you know, so I, I think they just kind of stuck me back there, and they're like, all right, you'll be fine back there, you know. But eventually, I ended up growing into that role, you know. You you, you figure it out, and you grow into it, you know. Um, so yeah, I understand completely. I mean, at one point, I, tr- I try one, – at one point, at one point, I played goalie for a little bit, you know, really? but you know, I just, I just never panned out. I think ever, yeah, for a little bit, but yeah, just, no, it didn't work out. <laughs> Cause usually everyone plays one game when you're a little guy, everyone plays one game at goalie. So you're saying you actually played more than one game. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, well, there was a, there was one season where I went and I played, I went and tried out for a bunch of different teams as a goalie. Cause I wanted to play goalie. But I don't think I ever made any of them. So, <laughs> were you plus a- it was kind of a little late for me to transition to another position. I think because I don't think I think I was like ten or eleven or something by the time I wanted to try to be goalie. You know? Wow, that's I mean you're right. That is really hard to do, especially that late. And uh, yeah, I mean still, if I mean, did you have the bug for it, or is it just like, eh, just something to try? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really remember. I think, you know, usually knowing myself, like usually it's probably because I have a bug for it because I wanted to do something, you know, but just didn't work out. So I just went back and did the thing I was comfortable with, I guess. It's all right. So, oh, so now, man, I'm still trying to picture you as a goalie and I just, but uh, anyway, it's, 
like um so you 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 go back and play d um how what was the caliber of hockey in your mind was it pretty good for that for that age um yeah i guess so like i said i started a little later um you know so i guess the development was a little later i guess i didn't really start getting decent if you could say probably till i was like i don't know 12 or 13 somewhere in there you know but um you know it's hockey is very a very awkward sport you know so um the the earlier you can start with something like that the better off you are just because it gives you a little more muscle memory and it like, you know, develops you, makes that more second nature. So, I mean, I didn't really start playing travel hockey, I think until like 12 or 13, somewhere in there. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. Cause I mean, you always hear the stories about, you know, these uh, parents that put their kids on skates at like age two and uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not even out of diapers yet and they got them on skates and everything. And then, you know, but uh, you know, for some guys, right. Um, now what, motivated you or i should say what was your like i love hockey moment uh was i mean some people it's like hey i watched the mighty ducks i mean that 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 generation's long gone of course but um the idea being you know that there was always a, a like someone introduced you to the game uh who what was your moment for that i mean it was definitely my dad he always watched hockey when we were young you know what i mean and like I don't think we ever showed any real interest in it until like, you know, uh, we started becoming more active as, you know, a child, like, you know, when you're two, three, four, five years old, you're kind of just like, you're like, you want to do whatever, anything, anytime, you know? So I don't think we really got a focused like sense of relationship with the sport until a little bit later on. And then, you know, then my parents got us rollerblades, started playing roller hockey. And that's kind of how we got into just being in the hockey community. Um, you know, so it was just, it was just sheerly just watching hockey games with my dad when we were younger, you know, and it was just, it was just that, you know, like, I don't ever remember us being a real big football house or, you know, a soccer house or a basketball house or anything. I just remember always, always having hockey on for the most part. Okay. Who was, um, what team did you follow the most and who was the players that you really gravitated towards when you were young growing up? Well, I mean, around here, you don't really have many choices, especially back then for, you know, pro teams, um, you know, so you really had just like Detroit. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, so we were, we were all Detroit fans pretty much, you know, forever and still are, even though they're not too hot of, as of uh, the last three or four or five years, you know, but back, back, back when I was growing up, you know, they were the, they were, they were everything, you know, the Iserman, Fedorov, Larry on the Russian five, you know, like, they, you know, they had all the big names and they were in back-to-back cups. You know, it was like, uh, it was, a, it was a different time, but you know, we were always Red Wings fans for sure. For and, sure. And, uh, who was your favorite players growing up? Did you have any or anyone in particular? You know, uh, some guys, they, they, they collect I mean, their cards. I mean, even and stuff. I mean, I, I always loved Fedorov, you know, even though he was a forward and I was a D, I mean, um, you know, he was just, you know, just that whole entire team of Red Wings, like during that time was just, you know, you liked everybody, you know, McCarty, Draper, you know, Larry Onoff, uh, Joey Coaster, like, you know, it was just, you know, they were all just big names at that time, just because of how well they were doing, you know, as a unit, you know, so I mean, any of those guys, you could really say, I mean, there was a, you know, 
you know, there's other players you grow to like, you know, um, but I just feel like you're always like your hometown boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. And, you know, I mean, same here, by the way, growing up a Wings fan, but I'm older than, a lot older than you are. So I remember the era of the dead things. And when Mike Gillis first bought the team and was giving away cars on game nights, just to get people in the stands, you know, uh, any, you know, any of that stuff that he did. And then, of course, everything turned around when Iserman uh, was drafted and, you know, then they brought in, you know, they start bringing in the Russians and, I mean, there was just a whole different uh, vibe to it. I mean, it was like Team Russia early on, and then later on it transitioned to Team Sweden with all the Swedes they had. And, uh, right. you know, it's, yep. you know, I, we, I used to joke back then, back in, I think it was like 96 or 98, I think it was 98, when uh, Sweden won the gold medal at the Olympics. And we said, uh, hey, you know, the, you know, the Detroit Red Wings won the gold medal. You know, we, we would joke about stuff like that. And just, you know, <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of transitions for that team right now. But, you know, hey, the only way out is through and they'll get better. They'll get better. So, but now getting back to you, uh, did yeah. you, did you play high school when, uh, when you got older or did you stick with travel? No. I, I never played high school. Um, you know, Adrian never – we didn't have a rink until I think I was a junior or senior in high school because that was like the inaugural, inaugural year for uh, for Adrian College to get a rink. Um, and, you know, so we we didn't really play at any high school level because just surely as a fact, like, we didn't have an option really because we – you know, there was no rinks around us. And like, even if we were to enroll in one of the Sylvania schools or something to be eligible to play high school, you know, that's – you know, that's every day you have to commute to do that, you know? So it's just, it's, it's, it was very difficult to find somewhere to do that. Um, you know, so we just, we just stuck with travel. Um, you know, we always, we never really played a whole season or I never played a whole season for any AAA teams. Um, you know, I always went to tournaments and stuff with them over the summer, like, you know, uh, those sorts of things, but I never really played AAA. I always just played, um, I always play just travel hockey, just double A travel hockey and single A travel hockey. And then eventually I ended up playing uh, in the CSHL for Motor City is how I ended up getting into the league. Okay, we're going to we're going to hit that here in just a second. Um, the travel of from playing travel. Uh, did that how that had to be a, a interesting and fun experience? Because let's face it, when you're a kid that age, and you get to go to different cities and stuff like that. It's almost like a like a mini vacation, you know, because yeah, you you get to go play hockey and you get to stay in hotel rooms, you know, hang out with your buddies and everything. And you know, you you, you know, you log the mile. So uh, that that had to be probably pretty cool right. to a kid like you know when you're first doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a different experience, you know. Um, you know, high school sports, you know, you always have your divisions, and you know, depending on how populated your um, direct area is, you may or may not have to travel far for you know, your regular season games. But like you said, there isn't so many rinks around here. You had, you know, you know, you had a splatter of them in Detroit. You had Ann Arbor, Toledo, a few rinks, and then other than that, you're going to, you know, you're going to Cincinnati, Cleveland, you know, Chicago, Pittsburgh. You know, you're going all over to play. And then especially if you get entered in these 
tournaments, you know, you end up in Boston, you can end up in LA and Colorado, like doing these tournaments, you know? So it's, it's really quite an experience, especially if you start, you know, even at 11 or 12 years old, like, you know, doing that is like, I don't know. It just, it has, it definitely has an impact on your life, you know, long-term, you know, it just, you know, like you really don't realize how big the world is until you start traveling and like to see at a young age, it really helps mold you, you know, and gives you different expectations of, you know, how things work, you know? So it's, it's, I think it's very good. It's a very good experience for people that, that have had it. Yeah. Now, and of course the thing is, is that you have to, start to really uh get it to where you can make that jump from um to go on to play juniors now how old were you when uh did you did you go to juniors as a 16 year old or were you in there did you go a little later i think i was 16. um i could be wrong could be wrong, but my first year juniors, I was still in high school. Yeah, I was still in high school. So, I mean. So you're in the 16, 17 neighborhood. Yeah, I would think I was 16. I think so. Yeah. Hmm? I don't remember. My timeline is really bad. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But uh, now, how did you get recruited by the um, city? I don't know. I think it was at a tournament because. My last year of travel hockey, I was playing from I was playing in Novi, which okay. is quite a hike for us coming from Adrian. It was like an hour, I think it was like an hour twenty one way, you know. So it's a little bit of a hike, you know. Um, but I think I was there, and I think we we spoke prior to that. But they drafted me that year, is what it was. Yeah, they drafted me that year, and I just, um, you know, I just think they saw me at a, a tournament somewhere. Yeah, um... if I remember correctly. Now, were you like eager to go? Because they, uh, where did the Chiefs do? Did they play out of Canfield at that time? I think it might have been Canfield. Yeah. Gosh, I have a lot of crazy memories about that place. Because uh, uh, back then, I think Gary Lulov was the owner, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the owner. And like, yeah, that, that was a rough place to play at. <laughs> like cold water in the showers and it was pretty much a tin can that's been frozen over i mean it was it was pretty bad at the time i just remember so i'd go up i had to climb over a fence i had to go up the steps in the stands over in the corner the far corner i'd go up the top of the step and there was a fence that separated the that little office they had built on in the corner and the stand so i literally had to step over the top of that fence onto that platform and be able to go over that and that to walk over to the uh walk over to that little office they built up at the top in the corner in the upstairs of that corner there and yeah i used to have to do that for every game that i did over there and uh and then they would put me and the motor city broadcaster uh what was his name uh back then brad ninnis i think was his name and uh brad and i would literally be standing next to each other trying to do play-by-play for our respective uh broadcasts so you know me being the toledo guy him being the motor city guy we'd literally be standing shoulder to shoulder right next to each other and it got so ridiculous because we tried to talk over each other and it just came out as gibberish 
And well, most people say I do that still. But anyway, um, you know, the idea was that I couldn't talk. <laughs> you know, it was hard to talk. So what we finally decided was like, screw it. Let's just do a, a broadcast together that goes over both. And instead of uh, trying to talk over each other, let's talk together. Let's do it together. And that way it won't sound so stupid. And, and you know, we don't have to, you know, it, it, we didn't even speak it. We just knew as a mutual respect to the road team, you, you don't try to be too Homer. You try to be, you know, just try to be down the middle as you can and, and discuss things if you have issues. And we just, that's how we worked it out. And Brad was great. You know, we did, and we just did it. He would be complimentary towards Toledo and if they made, did something good. And I did the same with Motor City. I would say, you know, good things if they did good things, you know, and just, uh, it, it really worked out well. But tell me about, you know, you talk about the cold water and the showers and the tin can, but what was it like playing there with the guys you played with, the coach you played with, that kind of stuff, uh, what was the environment like for you? Um, it was it was a bad place to play. You know, it was you know it was just a. Uh, it just seemed like a very very, uh, you know, up the middle kind of, junior B type team. You know, it's just you know, a lot of the guys. You know, I feel like back then a lot of the guys treated, a lot of people treated like the junior B as like you went to play there if you couldn't make a triple A team, you know, or if you, you know, or if you needed somewhere to play that was more high caliber than travel hockey, you know? So there was a lot of guys that played like that, you know, in that league that were, you know, just from around the area, you know, in between high school and juniors, you know, guys that had jobs, you know, full job, you know, 40 hour jobs, you know, it was just a, you know, junior hockey is a different, it's just very different than youth hockey and travel hockey. Um, even even when compared to AAA, I felt it was just different. You know, it was more. You know, you were playing with, you know, adults. You know, you know, even in tri- AAA hockey, you know, you still have your age brackets. But in junior hockey, it's it's sixteen to twenty one pretty much. You know, and it's just it's a it's a different atmosphere. It's more uh, more real life. You know, if you could say, I just felt it was. It's a uh, it's it's got a very different vibe than. Mm-hmm than travel or triple a hockey yeah I, I feel the same way i think it's very much it's it's got a different structure as to how you and and your approach to it is different and it, it and it, it is different because you can be traded to another city at a different part of the country you can be cut and sent home you know all and released i mean you can go through all of those different things and those different uh, it's a different set of emotions to deal with when you realize, and especially the fact that you're gro- you're maturing, you're growing up, you're become getting ready to become an adult, or be become an adult, you know. And it does definitely affect your emotional standpoints, your views, the way you feel about life, the way you feel about the game, everything. You know, that's where you kind of. It's kind of like uh, I always have kind of told people. It's kind of like when you're an eighth grader and you're a top dog in your school for, you know, just going to school. And then you go to high school, you transition and you go to high school as you're getting ready to grow up and you, and all of a sudden you're back at the bottom of the totem pole. You're starting all over again, you know, and you got to try and find your way as you get older. It's kind of the same for me when you go from travel, whether it be triple a double a, whatever, and you go on to junior, 
Junior's the same thing. You you, you kind of have to, you know. You you have to get with the program. You know what I mean? It's it's a different program. You know, because um, you know, junior had you know in youth hockey, you know, you have your age brackets where like you know you're going to be playing against people every night that are 15 or 16 years old. But in junior, you know, you can start playing juniors at 15, right? So yeah, as long as you hit your 16th birthday, there's a huge age bracket. Mm-hmm. You know, technically, so you could there's a huge age bracket. You know, so like you know, you could have a 16 year old kid playing against a 21 year old kid you know it's just you know it's just the demographic for that you know for where the the players come from is huge yeah and it's as i like to tell them i like to remind them uh especially like the 18 19 and 20 year olds it's like okay just remember now you know when you you know want to go out and do something stupid i'm like just remember you can be tried as an adult versus uh you know, junior over here who's 16 or 17 years old. So, you know, that's, that's kind of, you got to kind of juggle the two of those, you know, but um, now when you first played in Motor City, do you remember uh, what it was like when you first uh, started playing there? I mean, as far as on the ice, do you remember uh, what your role was as a defenseman? Do you remember anything like uh, your first game? Did you, uh, did you have butterflies? How long did it take you to, kind of you know get settled in that kind of stuff um i don't really remember anything significant um you know i think everybody gets a little nervous when you're uh making that transition into um a different level of play you know you're always a little nervous you know so i i definitely know i was probably a little nervous but i don't even remember who our first game it was against maybe metro maybe or it had to have been either Metro or or or, uh, or Flint, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it was just, you know, it's and it's always different from going into camps, you know, from from you know like main camp to the actual you know season is is a different level of play too. So you know, you you're really not prepared for it. You know, you know you can be, but you know you're never really quite prepared for it because every league has a different flow. It has a different rhythmic style you know that they play at you know so it's you know i think it took me a game or two to kind of get adjusted you know um it was uh you know there's always a little adjustment period some guys adjust faster than others i think i took me a couple games but um you know i don't think i've really played a two two whole lot that you're either you know um i think there was just old if i remember right there was a lot of older guys on the team uh, I think three or four of the other defensemen have, were already there for a few years. So I don't think I remember playing a terribly lot at, you know, at Motor City my first year. Um, you know, so, I mean, it was, it's just, the transition was good, I would say, but, you know, it's it's still a different level of play completely all around. I mean, even compared to AAA, it's just a completely different play, you know. Um, you know, a lot of the AAA teams back then were really, really good too, you know, would, you know, probably beat some of the, the, the CSHL teams or, you know, give them a good run for their money, you know, but it's just this, like I said, the styles are completely different. It's just a st- completely different style of play. Yeah, I was you know, say, you'd probably have to adjust to the speed and physicality too of the CSHL because uh, you mean, you have the, you, you get introduced to the wonderful world of fighting uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of different little, little nuances and things that you deal with in this, in, in, at the junior level 
when you make the transition out of out of uh, midget out of triple a and everything so um did you how many seasons did you play in motor city one just one or more than, or two just one just one okay yep now just one yeah and then i played for toledo after that yeah how did I you think. come how did you come to toledo how did you end up getting into a cherokee uniform uh i think it was uh one of the reasons was because i was at motor city and near the end of the season there i think i don't even remember like i think i think i left before playoffs i think something had happened and i, I don't remember exactly um, but they ended up releasing me near the end of the season and then i ended up just uh because i was always in the toledo community uh duncan was duncan and uh, tarsha were coaching at toledo so I, st- I just started skating over there with them mm-hmm. is what I did at the end of the season, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, so there's, you- there's just so much that happened. You know, hockey, that's a crazy thing, too. So much happens when you play hockey growing up. You know, it's just – it's crazy, you know, until you actually sit down and try to start to think about them. You're like, wait, did this happen then or am I crazy? <laughs> you know, like you – know, but I think I just ended up just starting with, to skate with Toledo because I got released from Toledo, or from Motor City. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just started skating over there with, with Duncan and Tarsh. And next, you know, you get signed. Not a bad deal. Um, so uh, what was it like when you did it, when you walked into the ice house? Uh, did it, uh, I mean, do you remember like any of your games when you played against Toledo when you were with Motor City? And how did how did it go with that? I mean... I don't remember. I mean, it was just a normal game. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't really peg Toledo as like, like a target memory or like a target team when I was playing for Motor City. Cause I just, they were just another, you know, team. it was just, uh, you know, oh, we're playing Toledo. It, yeah. You know, I'm like, I knew some of the guys prior to that that were playing there, you know, um, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like really a big deal, you know, um, but it was nice being able to go to play there because you know it's Toledo you know and I grew up playing in Toledo so that's 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 nice you know so um it was good I mean when you walked into yeah, that camp, it was good when you walked into that camp do you I mean did you feel any of the butterflies again or did you feel like ah finally you know I mean I guess so I mean you you always want to you, you don't want to get too comfortable, you know, you don't want to become too complacent, you know? So, I mean, you try to kind of keep yourself a little bit on edge, but um, it, it, it is, uh, it was definitely satisfying knowing that I was going to be able to play for Toledo, you know, considering like when you're younger, you, you watch them play and stuff like that. And like when you played, you know, travel hockey over there, you know, you, you always saw the guys like skating when you're growing up and everything, and, you know, it's the local junior team, you know? So um, it's, it's nice to be able to kind of play for them. You know, it, it, it's, very homey in a way, you know, it's not too comfortable, but it's got a, it's got a home feel to it. You know, it's like playing, it's like being home considering how long you played there growing up. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know, like I said, most of our, we played mostly at Tamo growing up, but you know, he always played over at the ice house or there's always like, you know, somebody going skating over there or somebody doing lessons, you know, so, you know, you, you always found a reason for yourself to be at one of the three rinks in Toledo, even if you didn't necessarily play out of there, you always just ended up finding your way over to one of them somehow or another. So, I mean, like I said, that, that Toledo community 
growing up was very tight knit, you know, everybody kind of knew everybody in the youth hockey or had, has heard of somebody, you know, so it's just, it's nice, you know, it's nice. It's like, it's like your roots, you know? So now, uh, do you remember your, in that first season with Toledo, um, do you remember who you were paired up with originally as a defenseman? Uh, wasn't Goody, wasn't Bolter, uh, was it Kurt? Kurt Schoener? I think it might have been Kurt. Yeah. Good. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure it was Kurt. Yep, number yeah. 24. <laughs> um, yep, I'm pretty sure it was Kurt, yeah. So what was sometimes the... I Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I don't remember. I, I think it was mostly Kurt. And then sometimes I think I would play with Goody once in a while. Okay. But. Now, was that when, uh, now had, was Jack, was that, he, he was just finishing up there? Or was he still, did he play uh, that with you? I think he was just finishing up there. Okay. Because he was the captain. I think he was just finishing year, up wasn't there. He? Yeah. Yeah, he was. So, Okay. So, um, I, so yeah, cause that's the one thing about Goody, man, that dude could, Ooh, he, he was probably the most quiet, nicest guy away from the ice, but on the ice, I never heard more people at him and like yell at him and want to throw things at him. Like it was, especially on the road when the fans would see him play and how much he would get under, under, uh, the other team's skin. You know, he was just really a, an annoyance. And then there was you, who I think you 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 crafted that. <laughs> you knew you you were a you were a physical chippy guy. You know, you weren't the you weren't the uh, the Ray Bork type. You know, where you were going to be like, oh, I'm going to you know lead the offense and transitioning and everything. <laughs> but you were a good solid D. You really were. You were a solid defenseman. Uh, you weren't flashy, but you you knew how to get the job done. And you could play physical. You and I remember you. Uh, you didn't. You weren't afraid to drop the mitts. Uh, it was just you know you you tried. I know um, you you know you got the odd penalty or two, <laughs> but uh, you were still a good solid defenseman who uh, you know I always value defensemen who are not afraid to stand up for their teammates who work their butts off to. Uh, keep the front of their net clear as, as best they can. And the guys who aren't afraid to mix it up in the corners or in front of the net uh, and stuff, and you did those things very, very well. Um, who, who, I mean, do you remember some of the guys that first year? Do you remember any of some of the other guys that you played with? Uh, because there, there were some characters uh, that you, you played with growing up, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely were. Um, like I said, I uh, Bolter was there. Um, I played with Manders growing up. He was always a character. Mm -hmm. um, Wadsworth, you know, they were... Uh, that Brad yeah, was there. Casey Wheatley, Ryan Richmond. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brad and Brian. Yep. Yep. Brian right. was more my age. Yeah, ah, Brad, I think, is younger. Yeah, Brad is younger. No. Yeah. Um. You know who? Who else did we play with that year? There was a lot of. You know. Um. 
Buten Miller. Yeah, uh, Boots was the goalie. Murray. Mm-hmm. Man, there was a... Yeah, the goalies. Of course, the goalies, you know. Who else was there? Pagula. Yeah. Uh, Pig was a piece of work, man. He, he definitely Bain. was a piece of work. Yeah, Bubba and Bain. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was, he was something else. Yeah, yeah, but actually, I think they went to Marquette by time, because I, I just skated with them the last year that they were there, and mm-hmm. the next year when I actually played the season with Toledo, they already, they already went to Marquette. I'm okay. pretty sure. Now, were you there the year that, or was it Alpina? Alpina. 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 Yep. Yeah, they play, They went up to play for Kenny Miller. Um, do you remember? Uh, was that the year that we went and played? De, I think. Uh, was it Dubuque or somebody in the in the in the uh, Herster Cup? In I we played a uh, playoffs in Iowa. Or it might have um, been just the Herster Cup itself. I don't remember. I do remember the Herster Cup, but I didn't go with the team because I it, by the time I was released, it was already too late to sign anybody, and I think the roster was full. So I was kind of just skating that year. I think that was the year that they, that you guys went to the cup. You know, was that that was the last year that Bubba and Bain were there, right? Yeah, I think so because I think Frank Matt Yak was there too. Maddie was there uh, for that year. I don't know if and that right may, that may have been. Yeah, they might have been the year. I played with Frank for a year. Yeah, Tank. Yeah, Tank was there. Uh, he. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember what because the years run together, and I just remember in Iowa. Uh, being in Iowa for the, it was the Herster Cup, and uh, it was in Dubuque, and I just remember it's an old city, beautiful, beautiful old. If you like old textures and designs and whatnot, you know Dubuque's the city for you. But there's nothing to do in that yeah. city. <laughs> That's the one thing I do remember, is that there's absolutely nothing to do. But uh, I, I just, uh, I remember, uh, I'm trying to remember. Because Bolts, I always remember Brandon Bolter. Oh my gosh, that guy had uh, he had he could skate, he could skate, he could hit, he could fight. He just uh, he just wasn't very fast. He wasn't you know he needed to be a little more mobile to get so he could get to where he needed to go, and uh, just uh, just a great guy, absolutely great guy. Loved Bolts a ton, still do. Think the world of him. And uh, I just remember guys like him. And, you know, you talk about uh, Bubba and Bain, Andrew Colbin, Brent Bain. Uh, just, uh, man, those guys were like peanut butter and jelly, man. You, you didn't break them up, man. If you did, you were doing it at your own peril. But uh, they were just a great combination. Worked really well. And, uh, yeah, Jakey Manders, oh, that dude, you know, it's like, you want to see how far you go away from the uh, the Eric Fletcher de- defenseman crap disturber tree? He's right there on one of those branches because he he was another one that could that just got under your skin and annoyed, and he was so good at it, you know. And uh, he's just a great guy. Absolutely, think the world of him. Um, but what was it like for you playing uh, for for Dunk and for Tarsh? Oh, uh, you know, it's, uh, if you've ever seen Duncan and Tarsh coach, you, uh, you know, they're, they're, they were great at what they did, you know, but they definitely knew how to, you know, lay down the hammer and make sure, 
uh, they were getting their point across, if you would. Um, you know, they, uh, they definitely had a unique way of getting their point across, but, um, you know, they, they were, they knew what they were doing, you know, they, they, they did it right. You know, um, Toledo's always been kind of known, I guess, as a tough team, you know, you know, it's kind of just like one of those teams, like, you know, you can't really pick a bone with anybody because everybody can at least at the bare minimum defend themselves, you know? So like, there's like, you know, they were just always, there was always a chip, you know, in that pile for Toledo. So, I mean, you know, you have tough coaches, makes tough players, you know? So it was just, they were tough, you know, they were tough coaches, but you know, it, it worked. It definitely worked. And, you know, Duncan with his experience and Tarsh with his, they, they, they know what they're doing. They have a lot of experience between the two of them, you know, um, and Duncan just knew how to get it done, you know? Yep. They both had uh, the opportunity to play professionally. So, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you can't, you can't put a, a, a value, a dollar value on that. That's just, that's one of those things. They, they've been there, you know, they've gotten to be able to play at a professional level, regardless of the level they played pro, you know, Dunk played with the Jets and later in Toledo with the Storm and Tarsh got to see some, a uh, few games with the Storm also. Uh, so, you know, it's like the fact that, uh, you know, you, you know, a lot of kids dream of getting there. Well, you know, look to guys that have been there, you know. So now talking about all that stuff, do you remember anything as far as like, like who were some of the more like, crazy uh cranks as it were the guys that wouldn't mind playing the odd practical joke or two or who are the uh guys you like to stir the pot in the locker room that kind of stuff every single one of them <laughs> um yeah nobody was safe ever ever that was the thing is like uh it was nobody was safe you you would always find you know clear tape on your skates or something you know something was always wrong you know a cup of water under your helmet you know you pulled over on yourself you know there's there was always some somebody was always doing something you know like like even even like mo was in on it you know like you know the trainer mo like doing stuff to him him doing stuff you know there's you know you know it <laughs> i mean he's gotta you gotta be vigilant in that locker room you know they like to torture you. Now, who was who would you say was probably the funniest kid on that team? The funniest kid? Yeah. Oh man. I don't even I couldn't even tell you who the funniest kid was. Everybody was always chirping somebody for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was just it was it was just the it was just a gang, you know, a <laughs> big gang. I mean, I always remember Manders being pretty fucking pretty hilarious, you know. So um, Manders is always funny, especially when he got him around like Worsty. You know, they were always crazy. And then uh, Tyler Zilke, you remember Zilke? Yeah, I think his first name was Tyler. I thought it was was it Mike? Yeah, Zilke, Zilke was a pretty funny guy. Mike Zilke was it Mike? I think it was Mike. I'm thinking Tyler Joy. Yeah, Tyler Joy. <laughs> yep, I remember. Um, yeah, Mike Zilke. Yeah, Zilke Zilke was hilarious, dude. Um. Yeah, there was, I mean, Pagula, like you said, you know, Pig Pig was something else. He was mm-hmm. something else, too. But, you know, there was, yeah. There was a lot of good kids back uh, then, you know, I mean. Uh, yeah. And and I just remember, you know, like I say, just yeah. some fun stuff, you know. Of course, uh, party time in Peoria. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, uh, 
you know, you think about uh, all the different, uh, <laughs> all the different roads you went on. Um, where, where was the place you like really loved to get geared up to play the team that you really got fired up to play? Um, I don't know. I just think, you know, I, I always like playing in, uh, in Dubuque, you know, just cause the arena, they, they had a great arena in Dubuque, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, I, I always like playing Dubuque just cause of the atmosphere, you know, it was like, like you said, there was nothing to do in the town. So that's what everybody did on Friday and Saturday night. So, you know, I think, you know, that's always going to be, I think everybody really likes Dubuque as far as, you know, the atmosphere, even though, you know, you would and could get things thrown at you. Um, and that, you know, it was a good place to play. Um, where else was good to play? Uh, Flint was all right to play. I, I like Flint's arena. I didn't mind that one, you know, but place I think Dubuque had to have been the best place to play at as far as atmosphere. Flint was bitter cold. It was. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the rinks were either cold. Or there was, there 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 was always somewhere that was that every every rink had a problem with it. <laughs> there was a problem at every rink somewhere. Yeah, the red rink at Metro. I hated playing when we played there. I hated it because I mean, oh my god, that place was it was colder in the rink than it was outside. It was that bad. I mean, you froze your butt off because there was no heat in the arena whatsoever when you were in that red rink. The blue rink, at least there was. Yeah. it wasn't too bad. But when they would play in the red rink, oh, I dreaded it. And I felt bad for the Metro players because they always had to walk up those steps, all those steps. They would, especially if they played in the blue rink, they had to walk through the concession area, uh, through the arcade, and then through the doors over to the red rink and go up those steps into their locker room. That's where their <laughs> locker room was. And, oh, my gosh, it was horrible. It yeah, really, yeah. I, I was never a fan of Lakeland Ice Arenas. I'm sorry, I just wasn't. But yeah, Flint Flint no. had that their big rink over there at Icelander uh, was I mean it was a great rink but they it was cold in there man it, they always kept it cold in there but it was a nice rink to yeah. play at you know as far as from being in the stands and stuff and calling a game you know I don't know from a player standpoint I'm sure there's different perspectives but um, the uh, now who would you say was your biggest rival uh, was it Dubuque or I mean for different eras of players, it's different teams. But who was your biggest rival who you wanted to, uh, uh, you just got, you got your angry on, you got your hate on for him? Um, it would have either been Dubuque or Flint, I would say. I think there was always like this thing between Toledo and Flint. Yes. If I remember right, you know, you know, so it was, it was always Flint, I think, if I have to say so. It was Flint, you know. You know, we'd always get into it with Cleveland, too. You know, Cleveland, we'd always get into it with them. But I think more so Flint, if I remember right. Yep, they, they were just a pain in the butt. So, we yeah, we definitely used to get into – let's put it this way. They always brought extra sheets for penalties, to write penalties down on. So, uh, you know, always, yeah. always a good thing to do. So, But now, uh, how long did you play in Toledo? I think I just played that one – yeah, I just think I played that one year, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I just played the one year. It was my senior year in high school, I think. Because Tony, remember Tony Oscalanis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Tony was 
going to school at Adrian College, and I was still in high school, I mm. think, if I remember right. Okay. I don't remember, man. <laughs> was I in high school or was I not? I don't remember. But uh, Tony was playing club hockey at the college, and then he ended up coming and played the rest of the season with us one year. Or maybe did he play a whole season? Yeah, he played the whole season because he wanted to go over there, but he didn't. they didn't have a spot for him. So, but he was well, already he going to school. He was already going to school. Yeah, he he was enrolled, but he didn't have a spot to play over there. So uh, he came to he came to Toledo and played the year in Toledo. Right, and I I would ride with him to practice like every day, you know, um, because he was living in Adrian. So like we would ride together, and then uh, yeah, so I mean. Yeah, because that we he and I did we did a podcast uh, a previous you know in a previous edition we did a podcast of this talking about that a little okay bit. so uh, but um, yeah that was his story anyway as far as that goes but now for you um, what was the I mean it had to be nice to be able to know that all your most of your ho- all your home games and a lot of your road games. You knew you could count on your family, your folks to come and see you play. That had to be pretty. Yeah, that is nice because, you know, you know, there wasn't really very many trips that were too, too far away. I mean, St. Luke, St. Louis was a little bit of a hike and, uh, you know, or uh, Dubuque was a little bit of a hike. But other than that, everything else was, if I remember correctly, pretty relatively close. You know, you had Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland. Peoria wasn't too, too far. Uh, Grand Rapids. Um, who else was there? Metro Jets. Flint. Motor City. I feel like I'm missing a couple here. I think Chicago, maybe? Yeah, Chicago. Um, and there was also Davenport. Wasn't there one Iowa. up in? The Davenport, yeah, Iowa, Davenport Quad, City, but... Quad City was what they were called. Quad City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wasn't yeah. there one another one up near like Lansing? Uh, I feel like there's another one up near Lansing. No, there there was the um, there was Grand Rapids who later uh, moved to uh, Battle Creek. No, and, no, no, and, not, no. No, there was somebody else like the the Ice Dogs or something. They were a junior B team, weren't they? Yeah. Well, the Michigan Ice Dogs they were in. Uh, they used to be the Wayne Wheels, and, okay. and then they ended up going to Plymouth. So they ended up playing in an, a re uh, a remodeled bowling alley got turned into an ice arena, and uh, they the Michigan Ice Dogs played out of there in Plymouth. But the the only time okay. there was a, the only time there was a, a team in Lansing was they moved a team up there uh, from the battle Creek team went to move to uh, from, they moved from grand Rapids to battle Creek from battle Creek to Lansing, but Lansing had a, a NAHL team, the uh, capital city pride. They were called. Oh, right, right, right. And right. That, yeah, that was, that was uh, junior a, or nowadays you'd call that tier two, but um, the, they played, they had the, uh, they had the capital pride and the capital pride folded after I think a couple of seasons and stuff. But, uh, 
I'm trying to remember where West Michigan, if they're in Battle Creek or if they're back in Battle Creek or if they're up in Lansing. They might be in Lansing. But anyway, long story short, those were all the teams back then in the loop. We didn't um, we didn't have Lansing that I recall during my time there that I remember. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't remember. Yeah, I thought there was somebody up there though, but. I don't know. Yeah, there were so many teams at that time that were just popping up and folding, you know, a couple years here, a couple years there, or moving. You know, somebody was always moving somewhere or something. So now, uh, where does the Eric Fletcher story go after Toledo? After Toledo, I ended up playing in the Sioux, in Sault Ste. Marie, and the Northern Ontario Junior League. Um, ended up playing up there for a year. And then after that, uh, I ended up playing a few months in New Mexico and in, in the NA, and then I ended up over in uh, over in Huntsville in the Ontario Junior League. Wow, you went you 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 really covered the gamut there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, for for a minute there I did. Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, no, I played I played a whole season in, up in the Sioux, which was that was a pretty solid league, the, the Northern Ontario Junior League, and then. I played in New Mexico for a little bit. Uh, you remember Eli Riddle and you remember uh, Evan Johnson? Yep. Um, they, yeah, I ended up playing down there in New Mexico with them because they were in the NA down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I only, I only did a little bit up or over in New Mexico and then they traded me. So, mm-hmm. okay. Got rid of me. They got rid of you. So, uh, that's fair. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, so, I mean, did you, um, what was it like? Where did you finish uh, playing competitively at? Uh, college. College. I ended up finishing in college. I, I played uh, two years at SUNY Morrisville okay. and the SUNYAC. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, question. What what went through your mind when you laced, when you took your skates off for the last time competitively as far as, uh, you know, there at SUNY? Uh, was that Was that hard? Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you don't really, you don't really think about it while it's happening, but you know, um, I guess for me at some time later, it kind of just like, you know, slowly accumulated the, the feelings of knowing that I'm not really going to play for, you know, competitively again, but you know, that's all right. Because, uh, you know, at, at some point you, re- you kind of, you kind of realize how far hockey is actually going to take you as a competitive you know, sport and, you know, professionally and everything. And like, you know, you begin to grow other goals and everything, you know? So like, it's, for me, it was an easy transition because I had other things going on. And even though, you know, a great deal of my childhood consisted of playing hockey, you know, it was, uh, you know, I just felt like it was, it was a good transition for me as because it just, it was time for me to start doing something else, you know, but um, obviously it wasn't like, uh, you know, I was happy to be done playing, you know, I, I really need to go skate again. I haven't skated in years, but, <laughs> um, you know, it, it was, it was bittersweet, um, you know, but you don't really realize, you know, right at that moment that it's, it's the last time, you know, cause you don't really ever know, you know, there's guys that, you know, you think you're, you're done playing and then in three weeks you get a call, you know, <laughs> you got to go play, you know, you can go play again. So, but, you know, for me, it was just like, you know, I, I felt like I was like, all right, this, this portion of my life is to be concluded later. So, I mean, that was fine with me, you know, it's, you know, well, I mean, I know one of the things I know too, is that 
it probably it would probably helped you is the fact that you know music is a huge part of your life uh in doing that stuff yeah and that probably helped with the transition i'm sure now uh do you ever do you ever miss the game um yeah i do you know i try to watch it when i have time i try to watch hockey when i have time and you know, I, I would really like to go play again soon, but, you know, um, I just haven't had time, to be honest. You know, I got a little girl, I got another one on the way. So, you know, kids take up a large portion of your time. So, you know, but that's all right. You know, eventually I'll, You'll I'll get, get there again. Anything, nothing wrong with that. Now, so, do you ever see maybe someday, maybe if, you're, if uh, your kids decide they want to play, do you ever see yourself maybe wanting to get involved in coaching? Uh, I've been thinking about that. I've thought about that, you know, um, that would be nice. That would be cool. But, uh, you know, I just really haven't pursued that in any way or anything, you know, but I mean, I'm sure along the line, if, if an opportunity presents itself, you know, I would, I would think about it. I would definitely consider it, you know, um, but you know, it's always, it's always a little easier to get involved with something when your kids are involved. So, I mean, who knows? I might end up coaching soccer for all I know. I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about soccer, but you never know what you end up doing. So, um, you know, we'll see where it takes me, you know, but I mean, I, I would definitely like to get involved in some like beer leagues or something around here, you know, so I'm going to have to, I still have my stuff. So I just really need to step up your figure out when I can do that. So yeah. there you go. But um, now, yeah. now I, I want to finish up here by talking just a little bit here about the, impact of your family that they've had on you um playing as a player on the ice and off now you talked about how your dad introduced you to the game a little bit but i mean it it, it took uh, team fletcher to get you to you know where you were with the long trips the the helping you you know pay for hockey and everything else and all the stuff that they do did for you um Talk about uh, your your folks and your brother and the impact that they had on you as a player and as a person. Um, well, um, you know, your parents always want the best for you. So, I mean, they were always there pushing me in the right direction. You know, like I said, like my dad kind of introduced me to hockey, but, you know, like you said, like it was, it was a, it was a big collaboration between everybody, especially that my brother played, you know, it's, it's very time consuming, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it can be definitely financially, you know, a big financial impact too. You know, hockey is not a cheap sport, you know, but, um, you know, they always made sure that, you know, we were getting the best things that we could have, you know, whether it be, uh, coaches, you know, private lessons, you know, those sorts of things, skating lessons, you know, they always made sure we had that, you know, that option and we were able to, you know, to improve ourselves. Um, you know, they, they never had an issue with us asking for anything for hockey or needing something for hockey. So, I mean, they definitely, you know, they were definitely obviously the reason that we were able to play, you know. So, but I mean, I think just uh, my mom's persistence really rubbed off on us as far as, you know, how far we went and how, uh, you know, we just – you know, even in times when you have to take no for an answer, you know, 
you you work and you work and you work and eventually things will pan out you know as long as you just you know you keep your you keep your hopes high and you just keep your head low and you just keep working you know so i think that was a huge impact on us um growing up was just uh my mom had a has a great work ethic you know she's uh she came to korea um many years ago and you know as an immigrant it's it's a hard transition for people like that you know and it just takes a lot of persistence it takes a lot of um you know hard will and work you know to to get through that so i think that's a big thing that helped us you know uh get to where we were with hockey mm-hmm. and of course uh you know the time you got to spend uh, all too short but the time you got to spend with aj um, did you uh did you ever get to play with him much at all in terms of uh, the teams that you played on or no were you guys too far apart in age uh no we we played a few games together for toledo when aj played for toledo when aj and brody played for toledo and ryan kelly um because i played with ryan kelly in the sioux mm-hmm. um ryan kelly was my roommate in the sioux and then uh when he played for toledo the next year my parents actually billeted him um so they he stayed with my parents that year but in between that time i think i was between uh I think it was at the beginning of the season because I didn't get called down to New Mexico until a little later. Mm-hmm. Or was it in between New Mexico and Huntsville? I don't remember exactly, but that year I had a, I had a small stint with, with Toledo. I p- played a few games, a few home games with them um, while I was sitting at home. So, uh, no, I played with AJ a few, a few, for a few games. Um, but other than that, you know, as far as like playing travel hockey growing up, we were too far apart. Okay. And of course the thing, uh, and I think I think it just comes from you know you talked about your folks and their work ethics and stuff. Um, the I think that that's that grit that 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 hard nosed grit to uh, you know oh, just keep working, keep working, keep working. It was not only handed down to you, but it was also handed down to AJ because he even though he was a forward, he still had that same type of gritty, you know, take I don't take any crap off anyone when i play uh attitude he it, he was he was a little more subtle than you were in the way he did it but he still knew how to po a lot of people in on the ice you know and uh but uh you you did that you did that will <laughs> and uh you did a good job of it but um yeah yeah i mean aj yeah he he was actually at one point i think he was angrier than i was at one point um you know, he, he, yeah, he didn't take crap off. No, he didn't take anything off anybody. You know, that's, that's one thing he didn't do. You know, he was, he was, he was nails, you know, he was tough as nails, you know, um, you know, I, I remember when we played, when I played for Toledo, um, you know, the few years prior that before AJ did, I remember him and Brody used to skate with us all the time, you know, inside the AJ and Brody were, they were best friends growing up, you know, uh, throughout that time between, I don't know, over like 12 or so onward, they were, you know, they were always together. Brody was always at our house, you know, AJ was always at Brody's, but they would skate with us during practice. And at the end of practice, they would fight each other for fun. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's the kind of things they would do, you know? Um, so, you know, yeah. But like I said, like everybody that grew up in Toledo, you know, everybody that grew up in Toledo or played for Toledo, you know, even the youth in the system, they're all, they're all they're all tough kids, you know. It's just Toledo's just they just breed tough hockey players, you know. That's true. 
Well, okay, let's. I'm gonna wind it up here with uh, a question. Um, I mean, we kind of addressed the one already. So as far as the people that influence you and things like that, and we talked about that with your family. Um, what would you like to say to the the people, uh, the fans tuning into this, uh, that you would like to say to you know, because alumni. Uh, coaches, players, they all listen to this. Probably a lot of your te old teammates do. Um, what would you like, and current players also, what would you like to say to Lorgers? To them, uh, you know, it's just, it's always been a pleasure to be a part of, you know, the, the Toledo hockey community um, and the Toledo Cherokee. You know, uh, when we lost AJ last year, you know, it was just, it really showed how big and, uh, how great the community it really is um everybody really banded together for us and you know it you know i i really thank everybody for that um but you know it's 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 a great thing what toledo has going on with this program you know and i just you know i it's it's just awesome um and just thank you to everybody for you know who what you do for everybody else that's either been in front of you or behind you or whatever hand they have in this program you know um everybody does a great job, you know, and I just, I hope it continues on. Well put my friend. Well put. Well, I tell you what, this is probably, uh, like I said, it's probably one of the more, uh, enjoyable ones I've had getting to catch up with you again. I mean, my gosh, like I said, uh, it's appreciate it, man. It has been, it has been forever. So it's, let's not make it so yeah. long, you know? And cause the other thing too, is when we get whatever normal is going to be after we're done here, uh, one of the things I want to do, you know, even though I'm retired from all that stuff and doing, even with the Cherokee and stuff, I still want to have a reunion where regardless of the era you played, I want to get everybody back together, probably throw an alumni game. I'm sure out there, but the other thing I wanted is like, probably like on a weekend when they have the fundraiser and stuff going on for the Cherokee, um, they usually will have a game. And then an off day, which is when they do the fun. We can get on the night of the game, get all the, uh, as many alumni as we can come back, get together, go have a soda pop or two over at these bar inside the ice house and just go watch the Cherokee play and tell a bunch of tall tales and, and laugh ourselves silly, drinking a couple of Verner's uh, ginger ales. I just, uh, yeah, that would be. That would be cool. Yeah, that's that's the goal. So I will keep you in the loop for that because that's what we for want sure. to do. So, but uh, Eric, thank you so much for doing this, buddy. And uh, hey, congrats, congratulations on the with the family expanding here. And uh, you yep, know, appreciate it. All the best to you, buddy. Uh, this has been right. episode one hundred and two of the Cherokee Rewind. Don't forget subscribe wherever you are uh, to just whatever platform you use, whether it's iHeart. Google, Amazon, uh, Spotify, just uh, Pandora. Just hit, the, hit put in Cherokee Rewind and hit subscribe. And uh, every time a new episode drops, it'll let you know. So for Eric, I am Mick. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time right here on the Cherokee Rewind.